0: Hello, listeners. Welcome back to The Great Filter podcast. What is The Great Filter podcast, you might ask? Well, some of you may have heard of the concept of The Great Filter in an interstellar sense. And what that means, basically, is we as humans appear to be farther along than any civilization we have yet observed in the universe. And we're somewhat confused by that. It seems like if the universe has been around for, I don't know, 10, 11 billion years, 13, years. 13 billion years. This is my, uh, my <laughs> podcasting partner, James here, by the way, 13 billion years. And we have only been around for what? 10, 20,000 years. Humans. Humans. Isn't it
1: like 400,000?
0: Or... Well, I don't know. Okay. Let's go 200,000, 400,000. <laughs> it doesn't know. matter. Look, the number's not important. Point is it's way less than 13 billion years or whatever, however long the universe has been around. Point being... It seems like we should have observed other interstellar civilizations at this point. The universe has been around a lot longer than we have, and we have already developed to the degree where we can observe extraordinarily long distances. So the question is, why have we not seen any other civilizations? Where is everyone else? And the primary theory that we have right now is called the Great Filter. And the Great Filter basically posits that there are a lot of places along the developmental cycle in which a civilization can die, can completely be destroyed. Whether it's the leap from primordial ooze to single cellular organisms, whether it's the leap from single cellular to multicellular organisms, whether it's evolution into an intelligent creature, whether it's some point in the future that we as humans have not reached yet where we all blow each other up with nuclear weapons. The point being... There is a point at which civilizations die in huge percentages, and maybe we're past it, and maybe it's in front of us. Maybe there are many. Maybe there are many, yeah. yeah maybe maybe we're past a few, and there are a bunch in front of us. Yeah. And so the reason we thought that was a fun analogy and an interesting thing to talk about is we want to talk about early-stage startups. And early-stage startups, like civilizations, seem to have... A lot of ways to die. Yeah. A lot of ways to die that some early stage startups are past and a lot of ways to die that they have in their future. Even very far along early stage startups, like something like, say like a Snapchat today. Zenefits. Zenefits. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about a startup that might be yeah. might be, in, headed towards a great filter, if you will. Uh, Snapchat or a Zenefits, let's say. A lot of people think they're going to die in the near future. Snapchat. Well, maybe good. not die, but <laughs> a lot of people question their valuation. Okay, Is that sure. the same thing? I don't know. A little know. different, but yeah. A little, little different, similar, yeah. whatever. The point being, there's a lot of ways to die as a startup. There's also a lot of ways to fail. There's a lot of ways to maybe not quite live up to expectations, which in startup land seems to be the equivalent of failure.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think when things, can, when things do go wrong in a startup, it can go wrong very quickly.
0: It can go wrong, right, yeah.
1: I, I mean, like. That's what you mean?
0: Yeah. That's a better way of saying it. Okay, yeah. the, yeah. No, 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 you're right, you're yeah. right. Theranos uh,
1: would be yeah, another example, would of be an example of something. Theranos would that. Like, and, and, and a lot of times the thing that people freak out about in the media or in the wider tech world um, turns out to be not a problem for your startup at all. Everyone thought Facebook, you know, going onto mobile was going to be
0: like this impossible oh. shift. Or the fact that Facebook never collected revenue yeah, I mean, for, that was a big for one. like the first 10 years, right? right? Everyone thought it's like, oh, it's impossible that Facebook will be a successful company. Because they've never learned how to make money. They never made any money. Yeah. But so James and I think that what's missing in this sort of discussion of early stage startups is not discussion of Facebook. It's not discussion of Google. It's not discussion of Amazon or Apple. It's discussion of startups that you have never heard of. Or perhaps startups that don't actually exist. <laughs> Startup ideas. <laughs> Startup ideas. That is yeah. a better way to say it. Startup ideas. The point being things that have many great filters in their future. Right. Um, And why and what could those filters be and how could they avoid them? Right. And so I think the plan for the podcast is to talk about one very early stage startup a week and possibly do an interview with the startup founder or someone who works at the startup, although we will not have that this week since it's our first first podcast. But we want to talk about one very early stage startup a week. And we thought it would kind of be fun to kick off the first podcast to talk about a highly developed idea yes that is also not a real startup <laughs> and and this will maybe make more sense once we explain it we're going to talk about a fake startup and it is a fake startup from a movie trailer yes a recently released
1: trailer uh, for a seemingly schlocky hollywood movie uh <laughs> pg-13 i'm guessing uh, might be r you yeah, never know maybe. maybe
0: maybe there's some some um,
1: nudity <laughs> the movie is called nerve
0: and do you want to tell us about the trailer max yeah so basically nerve is well let's talk about the startup let's not really talk about the trailer the startup, okay. well okay I mean, I think they they go hand yeah. in hand. We have all our information about Nerve from the trailer. Right. So what Nerve seems to be about, and the startup at the center of Nerve, is an iPhone app that appears to be some combination of what we have today in Periscope, which right. is basically live streaming video from your phone to a large audience of other people, and kind of I guess eBay would be like the combination of what you would say, I mean, like a truth or dare. Right? A truth or dare, yeah. It's a truth or dare with money involved, in which the yeah. dares are approved by live streaming video, right? And so we have a brief clip for you from Nerve that we're going to play. Yep. to nerve a game like truth or dare minus the truth watchers pay to watch players play to win cash and glory are you a watcher or a player are you a watcher or a player are you a watcher player watch player it's cool right this looks very sketchy <laughs> is this legal life is passing you by you need to take a few risks every once in a while
1: i do take risks okay you're playing nerve Do you accept your derby
0: yeah so Anyway, that is the intro to Nerve, and so we're going to do a little analysis of Nerve. The question being, is there a world in which a startup that, in which people pay people to do crazy things on live streaming video actually exists? Wait, what are you saying? Are you saying that, like, would, would this startup work in the real world? Yeah, would this startup work in the real world? And then, kind of, I think our final judgment would be, you know, you and I are both... I don't know, entry-level programmers, let's say. I'm an iOS developer. You are more of a web developer. Would we want to go work for the startup? Would we be willing to right. go be employee number 10 at, at, this idea. at, at Nerve? Right. Um, yeah, so what do you think? I mean, having watched the trailer, what's your, what's your take on Nerve here? So should we describe a little bit, like, what else happens
1: in the trailer? I mean, so, yeah. example yeah. there. This girl signs up for Nerve, and she's given the dare um, to... Kiss a stranger Kiss a stranger Kiss for five stranger. seconds okay and sh- sh- if she does this the the watchers, as they're called, will pay her a hundred dollars okay so the the audience will I assume crowdfund a hundred dollars right and uh, she gets this reward if she kisses a random man in a- in, a- in a diner
0: so it's it's Kickstarter for <laughs> random acts of creepiness yes. <laughs> that everyone gets that's, to That's watch. basically the core idea. That's a good way to phrase it, yeah. <laughs> Kickstarter for random acts of creepiness. Um, so she
1: does it there, and... Um, Luckily, The Stranger is good-looking, I would imagine. <laughs> Hollywood actor. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Who would have thunk it? And um, <laughs> the twist is that he seems to also be playing Nerve. <laughs> 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 and... Or at least he starts playing nerve after this. And uh, they are told to team up and do more dares. And so they keep raising the stakes and getting higher and higher dollar values for their dares as they take New York
0: City by storm. <laughs> and so what uh, what are example dares that we're talking about here? What else happens yeah, in the trailer? Yeah, I mean, come on. Um, what another kind of hijinks <laughs> do these crazy kids get in another,
1: another dare that <laughs> seems to take place early on in the film is they are told to go into a high um fashion high fashion department store and uh right they are told to put on you know this dress that's cost four thousand dollars or a really nice suit um that clearly they cannot afford and take video of themselves wearing this really high-end clothing and then uh somebody, I assume, connected to the Dare app steals their clothes from the department <laughs> store, and so they are forced to then walk out naked. Okay. So as the
0: audience can tell, yep. this is a fantastic trailer. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's worth be, watching in full. And it's gonna be a Citizen Kane level yes. cinematic achievement. Yeah, I think. Um but it's kind of a fun startup it's to an analyze. Interesting idea for a startup. Because it's like it feels almost I mean, like, I think, like a, I don't think this is going to be a good Hollywood movie. No. But like a good fake, sort of central concept for a movie, it feels like just outside the bounds of reality. Like, right? Like not, not quite within reality. It feels like a little bit too far, but it, it feels like within reach of the world we live in today. Right. Yeah. Um, It's kind of interesting. Uh, So
1: the startup investor, uh, Paul Graham, he has this um, line about sitcom startup ideas. Yeah, right, right, right. Like startup ideas that TV writers in a sitcom
0: could come up with. Would come up with it. Yeah. And his, his, I think, signature example of sitcom startup is Facebook for dog Yeah, Dog dog lovers, right? It's basically a social network for pets.
1: Or is pet, it pet pet owners? Pet pet owners. Pet owners. Of right? their pets. You know? Right.
0: And so it like sounds like a good idea, right? It's right. like, oh yeah, like people love their pets, they love to connect with other pet right. owners on the internet. And it's not like obviously true like why social network for pet owners wouldn't
1: work. And if you asked I think the point is if you asked um you know the millions of people with pets. You asked your friend with a dog, "Would you see yourself using this someday?" They might say, "Yeah, I could see myself." That's using like yeah, like I'm. Yeah, it sounds kind of cool, right? But, Whatever, Facebook for pet
0: owners. Yeah, I'm, I'm
1: somewhat interested. Somewhat interested, but like they aren't going to be your first like hundred or 10, you know a thousand users because they're they're just not that interested in a social network for pets, and so right when you. Have a th- when you have millions of people who are
0: not going to be your first users, you have zero users. Right, exactly. And so the question with Nerve is like, is this Facebook for pets, or is this the next Snapchat? Well, I guess uh, I guess
1: I, I was going to ask you, like, do you think this? Do you do you immediately say, okay, this is obviously a sitcom startup idea?
0: No, I, I, that's I, what's <laughs> interesting. So right? I don't actually. Yeah. yeah, I know. So this yeah. is like the part where we're supposed to trash on the movie startup idea, yeah. right? But I actually think it's like. It's it's, Clearly, they put more thought. They put more thought into it. And I think that, like, I think like a good, you know, Hollywood movie or whatever, like, this startup does a good job kind of exploiting our emotions and, like, our sort of, like, core human-based desires in a way that I think Facebook for Pets doesn't, right? Okay, right. Like, like Facebook for Pets, I, I think the answer you'll get from pet owners is like, yeah, whatever, I'm kind of interested. Whereas this thing, it's, like, almost like, you're a little creeped out by the fact that you, maybe you are interested in like yeah. seeing what strangers would do on the street for money, you the, know?
1: This actually, yeah, my reaction hearing this idea for the first time is more along the lines of like hearing about Chat Roulette or hearing about uh, Tinder or hearing about <laughs> right, um, right, right. Secret, that app uh, that Or Snapchat,
0: honestly. I guess Snapchat, keep yeah. coming up Snapchat, which is famously was sort of a sexting app at the right. beginning, right? Yes, it's true. Like, if there's sort of
1: um, some taboo aspects to the app, like that tends to actually be better, right? That actually tends to get you like core users at the beginning, right? Because right. people can't help but learn more or ask questions or show their friends, right? Because it's so ridiculous, it it's basically self-marketing. It's it's compelling in its odd
0: yeah. absurdity.
1: <laughs> yeah, the the showing your friends part is probably the most interesting, most. Right. The, the most key part of why you create ridiculous sounding startup ideas. Right, right. And maybe that's not even intentional. Like, maybe Snapchat wasn't supposed to be a sexting app or something. Or Maybe they just wanted to sext. Right. You know? But <laughs> but because it's so ridiculous, they basically, it spreads, and that's why we all have heard of Snapchat. Like, right.
0: And I mean, obviously, they made a lot of other good decisions of course. along the way. But yeah. yeah, no, I mean, at the beginning, I've, everyone had heard of Snapchat because of the sexting thing.
1: Yeah, and so, similar with Tinder. When you first hear about Tinder, like you're just like, "Wow, I got to show a friend this." It's yeah, so it's, crazy. it's
0: just swiping, yeah. swiping people yeah. for dates.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's good. going through like a
0: thousand in a night. Right. Like, so I think Nerve maybe passes the great filter of you know self marketing, organic growth, interesting per- idea, potential virality, whatever you want to call yeah. it, and definitely taps into human like weird, creepy desires, right? I mean, not in like a positive way, but a lot of these startups, like you said, have sort of broken taboos at the beginning. Um, and grown into broader things. I mean, even Facebook, I think you could argue, was kind of a taboo breaking startup at the beginning in terms of looking at your college yeah, friends' the, party photos, basically. Everyone,
1: everyone called it like stock book or I don't know. Was there something? Was there I don't there, know. Yeah.
0: Was there a joke about that? There the was something there? like that. Oh, yeah. stock. Oh, stalker book. Stocker oh, okay, book. you're saying like stalker. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, for some reason I thought you were talking about like equity, like public oh, market no, no, equity. No, no, yeah, stock yeah, yeah. books. I don't know. Stalker
1: book. Certainly. Uh, Certainly, constant chatter and people probably have like almost totally forgot this. But like in the early days of Facebook, how it was like everyone was a stalker by using
0: Facebook. Right. Exactly. It was very creepy that you were yes. interested in other people's lives and you would look at their faces. Right. But now it's just totally okay. Now it's like it's like <laughs> actually just completely normal. It's <laughs> part of the culture. Yeah. I mean, this was like ten years, right? Yeah. Exactly. Times are changing, as old Dylan said. <laughs> uh, so, so I think we agree that this passes maybe the great filter of like. It markets itself. It's so absurd that people would want to have to check it out. Yeah. But there's another great filter that I think the nerve startup runs into that maybe like Facebook or Snapchat didn't have to deal with. Okay. Which is that there's a lot of money involved. Like, there's a lot of money changing hands, right? I mean, like, like you, you brought up eBay. I think this, the way to look at this is as a marketplace. Right. Yeah, exactly. And marketplaces are famously very hard to set up. Right. Like, if you need your hardcore users for any startup, whether it's, you know, Facebook or Snapchat or eBay, like, when money changes hands, you almost have, like, another level of, like, intense user you need because they're actually going to be paying for things over your crazy new startup that no one's heard of. And eBay famously started out with flea markets. They literally went to flea markets and were like, why don't you just put your stuff to sell on our crazy website? Because there's no downside to you. You're literally selling your crap at a flea market. Yeah. You're I mean, like, whatever. Like, try it on our website and see if anyone will buy it. But that's not
1: even the hard part of the market is what you're saying. You're saying, like, the actual getting people to buy stuff on eBay. Right. right. Yeah. Like, well, with their they're, they're
0: both hard. I mean, they're what both do, you, hard what do you think is harder with a nerve? Yeah. I mean, like getting people to pay for people to do crazy shit on the internet or getting people to do crazy shit i I probably lean the former but you know i i think getting people to pay to
1: watch people do dares is the hard part of this startup right i don't think it's that hard to get people to accept especially if they're relatively benign dares like right uh i think the hard part is getting getting users to um part with their money basically right so as per usual getting people to part with their money is exactly sort of the core issue Um, and you do have to sort of like bootstrap this network. So you have to figure out what is, how many people do you need doing dares, um, and at at the beginning, and uh, how many people do you need? Kind of like funding that. Yeah. Um. And who do you go
0: after? Any like, market. Them? And like, what quantity of money would be like acceptable to people to do something? Yeah. So we've we've like sort of thrown around ideas about like how you would bootstrap Nerve, and you've talked a little bit about like YouTube celebrities. Yeah, I had this idea that like
1: the way I would bootstrap Nerve was possibly. Um, find people who are already doing crazy things in public. Um, those are the people you'll you'll want to um, have doing your dares. Right. So Casey, ne- Casey Nestiad is a great example of YouTube guy and you
0: see him on YouTube videos going skiing through New York City. He's quote unquote like YouTube famous. Yeah. Basically what you're saying. So people yeah. would probably pay to watch him do shit.
1: Yeah, exactly. He's already famous, to a degree, uh, for online hijinks. Right. And so that's a great way, if you can sign him up to be like one of your initial people doing dares, then he brings his fan base with him. Right. Who who have probably already proven willing to fund things that he's done.
0: Yeah, this market could honestly start as, like, Kickstarter for YouTube celebrities just doing stuff, right? Well, that's a good point, yeah. It doesn't really need
1: to be, like, this full-fledged iPhone app to start. It doesn't have to be a whole market. It just could be, like, a few YouTube celebrities offering to do things for money. Exactly, yeah. That's a good point. Like, you could... Then you have some built-in trust, too. Like, they already have this... Like, they already have these reputations at stake. So, like, they're not going (laughs) to screw you by, like, faking. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Like, faking doing the dare or something. Like, you trust that if Casey Nestiat says he's going to... Um, I don't know, ride a motorcycle blindfolded like one someone does in this trailer. <laughs> uh, through New
0: York City yeah, or whatever. Yeah, like,
1: okay. I, I believe that he would actually, you know, consider doing that. Because his reputation yeah. is on the line. And he'd be filmed and <laughs> yeah, people yeah. would really call him out if he was at all cheating. Yeah, I think, um, I think that makes sense as a
0: way to start it. Just to
1: be clear, Casey Nestead is in this movie also. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Yeah, the reason we pull Casey Nestead, I don't know how to say out of the air is because there's literally like a co-branding segment of the Trailer in which Casey Casey Nestad is like a a major player on Nerve. Yeah, he at least makes a cameo of some sort
1: in this trailer. But clearly, like if he makes a cameo in the trailer, you know he's like he's like a core marketing element of the movie, which is amazing. Like they not only did the writers come up with this interesting idea, but they kind of knew their target audience to a degree. Maybe he came up with the idea. No, (laughs) No, I don't know. We
0: don't want to give him too much credit. But yeah, like good good work um, partnership department at whatever <laughs> yeah. studio came up with this movie It's <laughs> because yeah. uh, that was actually a pretty intelligent tie-in yeah he's the kind of guy who seems like he would be on the sound. an early adopter of
1: nerve right exactly um um so we so yeah we boot, bootstrap like that and then then people that and then you get the market going right right it's, yeah
0: yeah so I think we both agree that like there's pro There's at least plausibly a market for like YouTube celebrities or real celebrities doing things for money. Doing games for money and people willing to
1: pay for that because they already have built in fans.
0: Right, right. They have built in fans and like whatever. I mean, the the question about what the sums of money are, you know, it's hard to say. Like, if you have a quote unquote a million YouTube subscribers, how many would actually pay a buck for you to do something on the internet? I don't know, probably like. 1%? One percent, so you make ten thousand bucks, I mean that's pretty good, actually <laughs> like i I, you know, I don't know I mean like half a percent, I mean who knows, but th- I think the real and then maybe the final great great filter question that we want to get to is like okay so let's let's just say it's a given that YouTube celebrities are able to make money on this platform, they're right. able to leverage their fans and make thousands of dollars doing ridiculous shit on the internet, yeah, like does this idea get to the point where in the movie, at least, the main character, Emma Roberts, who I believe is intimately related to Julia Roberts, um, she is not a YouTube celebrity. She does not have a following of thousands or tens of thousands of people to you know, pay her to carry out hijinks on the internet. Her sorry, character. Sorry. Her character yeah. does not. Sorry. I mean... She might. She might. <laughs> yeah. Emma Roberts actually might in real life, yeah. but that's not the key question here. So her character, who sort of seems like an, an average Joe or Jane or whatever you want to call it gets paid lots of money to carry out we think pretty lame pranks across right. new york and the question is like do we think this is a uh a market that could ever become liquid enough for normal people to make a bunch of money doing random things i just think the it very quickly um kind of
1: becomes boring to watch a stranger make out with someone in a diner and um you know, if you've seen that enough times, uh, you know, like, that prank gets old.
0: Well, also, like, I mean, just to come back to, like, how much money $100 on the internet Yeah, is, exactly. Like, $100 on the internet <laughs> does not get $100 you. $100 on the internet. Gets you a lot.
1: Yeah, it gets you a lot. And, and so the point is. People don't spend them People money. don't spend $100 on the internet. And to come I mean, so we are talking about crowdfunding, theoretically, which I'm just giving them the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, that might be easier. Yeah to crowdfund $100 dollars right uh, for a dare? plausibly. I don't know. Um, my point, I think, is that basically the, these types of dares would just get old, and they, they would very quickly it would be very very quickly like you'd get to jackass level of pranks, like you have to do much more elaborate pranks to keep the entertainment going. Right. Um, and then the money would not flow. That if you uh, look, yeah, if you, exactly, if you look at the kind of trajectory of the Jackass movies, that's like a pretty good. Uh, I've not watched the Jackass no? movies. Uh, no, uh, right. so can you explain? Of, can you give a basic? Uh, can
0: you give a basic description of the trajectory of the Jackass? Well, movies? Well, just that
1: the, the the pranks would get more and more painful and more and more um, elaborate every movie they did or tv you know season it'd have to get more and more just in it just in order to get people to watch just to get people to watch because like it, you can't do the same you know shopping cart in the balls prank on jackass <laughs> every every I season like
0: the, i feel like the same thing has happened on periscope right i mean like the yeah. level of thing you have to do to get people to watch on periscope has gone up and up and up right yeah i think that's a good point point. and i think probably the same thing would happen on nerve exactly and the fact that there's money involved would mean that it would really... The bar would escalate very quickly. And there will always be,
1: like, someone willing to do something f- for less than you, you know? like.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point, like, actually. <laughs> there'll be, like, a race to the bottom and yeah, nerve pretty quickly on nerve, nerve, nerve and you'll be having
1: to, like, do terrible, terrible pranks, like, for a buck. <laughs>
0: Just, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, yeah that's, like, a really fundamental economic yeah. point, actually, because if, like, you know, the the marginal cost the cost of producing a prank on nerve is zero, zero. is basically zero your dignity your dignity which yeah. unfortunately has no <laughs> tangible value economic value no economic value there will always be someone who is willing to price that piece of their dignity closer <laughs> to zero than you yeah and so over time I feel like pranks on Nerve will be a race to the bottom. Well, so, so what will happen to a
1: degree maybe is you get this, you get these handful of pro-Nerve people in the same way you have like YouTube stars right, uh, who actually do make money because right. they have fans. But mm-hmm. to some degree, this is where we started with like YouTube celebrities on Nerve. It just never becomes a, a, a business in the way that they are portraying it in the movie. Right. So
0: we think if Nerve actually existed, which, again, I think we think it would be hard to bootstrap... Yeah. it would be hard to grow really large because it's just hard to give, get people to give up that much money. But let's say they get through both of those filters, yeah. as it were. It's just as hard to imagine more than like a small number of people succeeding in a big way on this kind of platform. But, but right, does does that is that okay? Is
1: that fine if you do become to some degree YouTube? I mean, like that that might be. But a but stretch, YouTube but.
0: but YouTube makes money you know, with the pre-roll ads. Before. You're saying YouTube, the company makes money. Right. YouTube, the company makes money. I'm sorry, because there is a quote unquote long tail
1: meaning. Are we assuming the business model of nerve is that the I company s- nerve takes a cut of the money? That I'm sure. Make, yeah, I'm
0: sure that's right. what the the, the fake, fake business startup. model of the big yeah. startup is. Yeah. Obviously that would be the business <laughs> model of the invented startup. You don't think they're considering an advertising? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. I think they're probably taking a cut if there's money changing hands. Let's just go back to the eBay example. Right. Uh, uh, they're taking a cut of money changing hands on eBay, um,
1: so e- you're saying this is not sustainable for Nerve of the company because there's just not enough money changing hands, oh, even if it's like Casey yet you know, earning, you know, five hundred thousand dollars for jumping out of a plane, I mean, while maybe, naked, maybe, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe it
0: is sustainable. On I don't a know. Bike, I mean, like. You know. Yeah, I mean... I'm just wondering. Yeah, is. no, I mean, you could be right. You might have convinced me <laughs> it's moderately sustainable. I guess we were... I thought we were sort of asking the question of whether it was sustainable to try to become a celebrity who makes lots of money on nerf. but maybe the question is, is it a good idea to start nerf the company?
1: Yeah, I think... Uh... I think the way, like what what we're saying, the the way they portray it in the trailer is not really accurate. That would never happen.
0: There would not be that much money sloshing
1: around for average Joe and Jane to to do sign up and silly pranks, do silly pranks. Right now, could a similar type company to Nerve, where you have just nerd celebrities, Nerve celebrities, uh, <laughs> they'd probably
0: also be nerds, yeah, uh. earning bank by the crazy. Yeah, you know, could you create sort of a new class of YouTube-style celebrities and reap
1: money off of it's that? It's possible that Periscope will add this feature someday. Some way of crowdfunding money
0: to Periscope feeds. Right. I would say there's like, I'd say an an over fifty percent, and maybe as high as like eighty or ninety percent. I can't decide right now. Percent chance that people are just so creeped out by the idea of paying other people on the internet to do weird shit, but. I don't. I don't agree with that. But like, if Periscope added this feature today, sure. Sorry to keep going on this topic, but like, if Periscope added this feature today, like, oh, you can pay people to do crazy shit, right? Yep. Like, w- would it work? I mean, like, I don't know. Are I mean, you just talking about the mechanics of how that would yeah, work? Yeah. Like, would people pay money for like celebrities to do things on the internet? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm open to the idea. I'm just not like, I'm not convinced it would like actually work. <laughs> I yeah. know. I'm coming back to like the real world here. <laughs> no, that's fine. I, like, I mean. Really-
1: I, I, what do you think about Kickstarter? Like, is it crazy to you that, I guess, um, you know, these random projects that, like, we have no interest in, you know, owning the product or whatever, you know, get
0: funded? It's not I mean, crazy to me. Like, Kickstarter, I think, is a good analogy because Kickstarter is, like, moderately successful, but not, I would say, like, extremely successful, right? Yeah. Like, it's not Facebook. It's not, like, a monstrous company. So, like, could they achieve a a, a Kickstarter level of success with nerf? I think probably. Um yeah, I think
1: that's a good good idea. And I don't think that that would be like the core feature of the product is what I'm saying. So or, like I think if you add this feature to Periscope and maybe that allows you know it, it's not just truth or dare, it's just allowing crowdfunding on the platform and occasionally for one person that's you know truth or dare, for someone else it's like raising money for charity basically. Yeah. Posting <laughs> like PBS on uh, yeah, on yeah. Periscope. Yeah, that um, seems that seems very reasonable.
0: That seems plausible. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I think we believe there is a world in which people crowdfund acts over the internet with, with live over video. Over live video. Yeah. Um it probably will not be as dystopian as Nerve. <laughs> right. Um it probably will not enrich random citizens <laughs> as much as the trailer for Nerve does. Right. But there's like a there's like a there's, more than a there's more than a grain of future truth here. Yeah. Don't um, we
1: think? Yeah, I think uh Good job, uh, Nerve Writing Room. They came up with something relatively yeah. interesting. So if we give our final judgment on this, if if Nerve the movie does not look
0: quite as good the as the, <laughs> the movie does not look as good as the startup idea. <laughs> um, but but it, we'll be watching it for we'll sure. sure. We'll watch it yeah. for sure. If you could if someone pitched you Nerve and they like they actually could build out the technology. Yeah would you work for NERF for, let's say, like two years today? No, I,
1: I think the much better decision is to go work for Periscope. And like I said, maybe this becomes a so feature. You, so you want to work for a competitor to NERF? Yeah. So you believe that the network effect trumps the basic idea? Yeah, I believe that the fact that Periscope already has a network of people already broadcasting, um, unless someone gave me the really, maybe Casey and SDI, maybe I would invest in his NERF startup, you know, like he if already it, has. If it were oriented around payments for stuff. I'm just saying, like, if, if, if somebody with, like, already connections to the YouTube celebs, you know, could mm-hmm. come on and say, like, we've already signed up, you know, 20 YouTube celebs. We've got the fans already. Mm-hmm. That's more, much more interesting than someone coming to me and saying, I've built an iPhone app um, that does this.
0: Okay. So your point is, like, you would work for the startup, but it has to be at the right point.
1: Yeah, it just has to be, like, the right team. The right
0: team or already have the user. Or already sort of. have some sort of network, like Periscope of All right. users. All right. What do you so, think? Do you so think? you kind of have the standard, like, you know, investor response. Team, yeah, team or traction. Team or traction, yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. I would agree. Um, yeah. What, I, what, what, what about you? I don't know. I mean, like, it's not the startup I would build personally. Okay. But if someone showed the capability to build this thing in some sort of, like, marketing hotspot, it would be somewhat interesting to, to work invest for. or work for. <laughs> to, to invest or work for. it. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean... It's weird enough that I think if I were like, yeah, I mean, invest is probably the the best example because like, yeah, like if I were going to give a 10th of my portfolio to some crazy ass shit and the person showed like a moderate capability to actually build this thing. Yeah. And I didn't personally feel like morally (laughs) compromised by investing in this thing, which is plausible based on on this trailer. So I don't, I'm not totally sure. Uh, Yeah, I I might be interested. I think it's like, um, like you said, it is a unfortunately somewhat natural extension of like periscope and so the question becomes like is it actually going to happen or is it just too weird for people and if it's if it at all works does periscope copy you or get you,
1: beat you to this
0: yeah yeah, yeah i mean Probably. maybe yeah, i don't know yeah.
1: I, I mean hard to say periscope's to
0: say. owned by twitter facebook which
1: is, is another uh, possible competitor because yeah. they have a live video product as
0: well periscope's um. owned by twitter so they're very um I don't know what conservative. I guess I would say in terms of adding new product features, but but maybe not. <laughs> yeah, maybe they. Maybe 10 they. Ten years learned. from now, they'd add it. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. That was fun. Well, so that was our first assessment of our yeah. first startup. This one was fake. We're also willing to talk about real ones, but we thought this one was fun. If, if you have a
1: startup idea that you want to be real someday, but right now it's just a figment of your imagination, <laughs> we'd we'd love to hear it and tell you whether we think it's a good idea. Or if you are working on a product,
0: we could evaluate the prospects yeah and it's not to say that we're particularly expert evaluators no, but, but if you're, we're, we're trying to be entertaining here at least um sounds good all right talk to you guys soon thanks